Hey everybody, Michael here with All Over Overland, and this is just going to be a short little intro to tell you what it is you're about to listen to. This is one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever done because it's from the Enchanted Rockies Trail. So you're going to get segments along the way and get to hear what it was like as I experienced it. So um, that's kind of where I want to go with this podcast is to, uh, to be able to record things from the trail do some interviews, talk about the trail, and uh, and hopefully that is conveyed through the podcast. Also want to give a big thanks to Artemis Overland Hardware. Um, they are my sponsor. They help this whole thing go along. Aaron's an awesome guy. If you need anything um, gear-related, give him a call. Um, Springfield, Missouri is where he's at, or you can find him online at Artemis Overland Hardware. So go check them out for all your gear needs. Thank you, Aaron. I really appreciate it. Now let's get to the rest of this podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to All Over Overland Podcast. This is Michael and we have started our trip. So super excited. We are going to the Enchanted Rockies Trail. There's about 11 rigs going. Today I am with uh, Lee and uh, Joey the Professor, And we are at the Black Kettle Grasslands in Texas. And there's a little grassland park state park or whatever you want to call it uh mckellen i think is what it's called mckellen lake and so it's part of the the grassland preserve area and so we decided to leave sunday night instead of monday morning and get as close to amarillo as we could we're meeting the rest of the guys for lunch in amarillo they're they're heading out early in the morning um, from oklahoma but we decided to leave the night before so we came and stopped here. It's a pretty nice little campsite. You've probably heard me talk about it on a couple other different um, platforms that I use. But uh, it's pretty nice. Uh, the campsites are pretty nice. The one thing that I was disappointed with is, you know, you, you, we don't stay in campsites that often. Usually we're, you know, in more remote areas. But when you do stay at a campsite and I got a bathroom and a shower, you're going to take full advantage of it. Well, both of them are closed and I'm sure it's a COVID thing that they're just not wanting to use the resources to have to clean that stuff constantly. So that I understand, but you know, it would have been nice to be able to use the bathroom. But if you guys are running through I-40 and you're, you know, getting close to Amarillo and want to stop, this would be a place to stop and do it. It's, uh, it's pretty nice. It was, the weather was perfect. We just got lucky. Um, it was windy, but that created a nice breeze. So it wasn't real hot. There are trees, there's a lake all kinds of stuff um, to do here so you need to check it out now again we're on our way to queen um, new mexico where we're going to start the enchanted rockies trail today for lunch we're going to stop at the steakhouse i know exactly you know exactly what steakhouse i'm talking about there in amarillo um, i'm not going to do the big eating the big uh the big steak i'm just gonna probably get something light but um I hope there's a guy or two that tries it because uh, I'm going to make fun of them because that's what we do here. Anyway, we've got uh, 
Joey Lee and then his daughter's with us. Lee's daughter's with us, and she's funny, and she's like four or five years old. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're excited. You know, the excitement was so much. Joey was coming from Arkansas, and he was just going to stay at my house, and then we were going to meet in the morning and meet the guys. Well, Lee decided to come, and he was going to come to come that night too, and stay the night. And Lee was like, well, "Let's just I'm awake. Let's just keep driving." So. We got in the cars and headed out, so it's uh, we're pretty impressive. Lee's driving a Raptor, so he's got a business partner had a Raptor, and he said, "Why don't you take my Raptor? It's on like 40s or something stupid. It's awesome." And then Joey's got an FJ that is decked out. It is super clean, super nice. I know why he's got like five million people following him on Joey the Professor. Um, on Instagram. So go check him out. Um, check out his FJ. It is set up pretty sweet. Um, I was kind of lucky. I got to sleep in the Opus trailer last night, so I didn't have to set up or tear down anything this morning, which is always a win when you're out camping because, uh, I can just top in and go whenever. So we'll be heading out. We're going to be lazy this morning. That's why we got here so that we could kind of just hang out in the morning. It's about seven 30, I think we're going to meet the guys probably somewhere around 11 o'clock area, um, I think, because they're leaving at 8. I think that's right, 8, 9, 10, 11, because um, they're leaving out of Yukon, Oklahoma, which is roughly three hours away. So, well, we're going to have a lot of these break-ins, and I haven't decided if I'm going to make each one of these segments its own podcast or if I'm going to do a long podcast with all of these together and maybe maybe i'll do it both maybe i'll break them up in segments and then i'll have the the long version um also and uh so you can just hit that play button and listen to the whole thing well guys i'm excited i'm glad that you're listening thank you so much um you know thanks to lee and joey for coming out here with me tonight and uh we'll meet the rest of the crew here at lunchtime and see all the different rides and i'll tell you a little bit about them as we go along this trip so you guys enjoy your week i know that i'm going to enjoy my week and whatever you do man just go all over we stopped and ate at the big texan uh steak ranch and nobody decided to go for the 72 ounce and all the other poundages of uh, food that comes with it. So no one took the challenge. Uh, the food really wasn't wonderful. I had a burger and it was a medium. It was a medium, but it was burnt. So go figure. And then, uh, so we uh, left Amarillo and basically headed south and hit Lubbock and turned uh, to the west. And we were gonna start at the very beginning of the Enchanted Rockies Trail. But what we've decided to do, since temperature there is about 102, 103 degrees, and in the evening it's gonna be mid-upper 80s, we've decided to skip that first portion uh, of the lower level part of the Enchanted Rocky Trail, Enchanted Rockies Trail, and we are going to some higher elevation. So, we're going in, I, I think, the, the Lincoln National um, 
park or wildlife area, whatever it is, national forest uh, or park, I can't remember. Um, but we're going to stay there, and I think it's going to be, I think we're going to be around, I think they were saying 8,000 feet, something like that. Maybe not quite that, but the temperature right now there is in the 80s, and in the evening, it'll get down to the 40s. So that'll make for some great sleeping weather, um, a lot better than the upper 80s that we would have if we started uh, there in Queen, New Mexico. So we're going to skip that part and go straight to the uh, mountains <laughs> and uh, so I mean maybe one day I'll come back and do that section I hear it's really pretty so I, I do want to see it but uh, we all decided that we didn't want to be hot and miserable that first night um, you know to start the trail so we're gonna we're gonna change that up a little bit and uh, and yeah so it'll make it for a better evening at least so we're headed there we're gonna stop in a town and get some dinner um, but we've still got I think another hour before we're there it's around 5 30 right now and then I think we've got another hour or so um, or more until we make it to where we're gonna be camping at this first night so it's been a fun group um, there's two Raptors couple jeeps um i saw at least one tacoma and then a sequoia and a ram 2500 and uh, we've got looks like maybe three trailers in the group a custom built trailer um, a trailer pulled by a jeep that i'm gonna have to find out a little bit about and then lee has his opus trailer and uh which was gonna be fine sleeping you know down in the heat because he has a generator with an AC and I was just going to sleep in there another night so um, yeah looks like we're not going to have to do that and we're going to have a better evening so just wanted to jump on here and tell you what the detour of our plans were and then um, yeah so that's where we're at I'll holler back at you here in just a bit on this whole trip I'll tell you what I was blown away with the most. I was blown away with the most is the Opus trailer that Lee has. Now, it's like a pop-up trailer, but it has the inflatable um, things inside that open it up and keep it, you know, open. And, and it's just amazing. The cushions were perfect. Um, the seating area was nice. It has a rollout um, stove and fridge. And the way that this thing handled on the trail was unbelievable. I mean, it's a good-sized trailer. It's not like a small um, exploration trailer or even um, a teardrop or square drop trailer. It's bigger than that. So to see it on the trail, I was blown away. We had it, you know, like angled from side to side to where, I mean, the side was almost, one of the side corners was almost touching the ground. And, and it was just, it was amazing to see this thing go through. If you guys are interested... You probably should check out Opus Trailers. We had stopped to get something to eat in a little town. It begins with an A. I'll have to look it up. I don't really remember what it was called. I might leave that in the comments, but it's not part of the trail. So we're finishing up Monday, which is our first real day. Now, we started a little early, but we were supposed to start Monday morning. So this is technically the first day. Um... And I've got to tell you, we are headed um, west 
to uh, the Lincoln National uh, Forest and the sun was setting and you can just see forever. We didn't realize in the town that we were at where we had we got gas and had Mexican food that the mountains were like, I don't know how far away they are, I'll be honest, but the sun was setting and we could barely see the top of some mountain peaks um, off in the distance. I've got to tell you, that's one of the coolest things that I've seen. You know, it's flat here in the part of New Mexico that we're at. And while the sun is setting, I mean, it's still, it could be a hundred or more miles away. And, but you could make out because there's no clouds. You could make out the peaks of the mountain range in the distance. I've got to say that's pretty cool and obviously something we don't get to see in Oklahoma. Now, it's going to be a late night to get into camp. I say late. It's just going to be dark. I don't know that it's necessarily going to be quote-unquote. Well, maybe it is going to be late. It's already 9.30. So does that make it 8.30 here? Anyway, still, it's going to be late when we get into camp. I think we've got another about an hour and a half to go if what they're telling us is right. Um, See? And we got people talking. But seeing these mountains off in the distance really far away with the sun setting in the background I've got to tell you is one of the most inspiring most beautiful things that I've seen and it was a little unexpected like I mean I just kind of looked up and it was there and so I got on the radio and said hey guys look look to the sun and it just after a long day of driving I mean we've had a solid day of driving two-lane highway four-lane highway, all of it, it just brings it all together when you see that off in the distance. Now, it's going to be dark when we get there, so we're not going to be able to see much of anything except for what our headlights show us, but I know it's there. I know where we're going. All right, so it's the next day, and we kind of hang out or hung out at camp till about noon or 11 o'clock time here, and uh, we are taking kind of an offshoot of the enchanted rockies trail because we actually showed up like i said at our second campsite on our first day uh just to avoid the heat so we're just going to kind of play and uh check out some of the the trails just around the campsite that we were at and um, i'm taking a uh, recording a track of it so we'll have this to look at um later so yeah it's been really cool but there have been some trees down on this section and not really down but cut um so they've been cut and we've had to pull them out of the way or cut them out of the way or figure something out and we've got you know phillips got this dodge that he's in with this uh four door you know it's a two 2500 diesel and he's pulling a trailer so we're having trouble just kind of getting him through a few spots but so far so good We are day three of the Enchanted Rockies trip, which is funny because we haven't even been on the trail yet. <laughs> we, uh, we can't, um, the first night off trail. And then when we got up in the morning, started heading down a road and found a couple obstacles, took us a little while to get through basically trees down. 
stuff like that and uh found an awesome camp spot and since we were a day ahead because we started day one further into the um the trip or into the trail than we had originally planned just due to weather because um, it's so hot where the in queen new mexico so we decided to you know go to our second campsite that we had already planned so yesterday was kind of a throwaway day and some you know once we found a good camp um which i guess we got at camp probably about noon um which is early but we found a good place to drop the trailers some of the guys went out and did some more and a few of us just stayed at camp and relaxed and i gotta tell you it was pretty nice sit around talk to people let the kids play we got quite a few kids on the trip with us which is nice you know they're building forts making guns out of sticks you know all that kind of kid stuff and uh so it was just it was uh it was a nice relaxing day yesterday and uh i was able to get out my stuff to make some old fashions so we made some old fashions with oil fire seductive whiskey and uh gotta say they were pretty good and it was really the first time that i've made an old-fashioned i usually just buy them um so it was the first time i made one and uh and it's pretty nice and all i had to do was get some bitters and cherries and it's done you know because they have that liqueur um added to the rye whiskey so it already has a lot of sweetness to it and uh, all the guys that had one at camp said this is awesome so um, shout out to oil fire whiskey out of tulsa oklahoma i think that's one of the reasons nah that's not the reason why i like it so much it's just good but it doesn't hurt whenever it's made in your home state so um kind of interesting story with oil fire that we were reading that uh happened in it came about in about 1908 there was a fire um and the people in the community came to help out and all the guy had left at the end was some rye whiskey some cinnamon and some other stuff that they mix into what we now know is oil fire seductive um, and he gave that to the people that helped him and that kind of got the name and started the whole thing so i didn't know that about the company um obviously had to do a little research but uh that was kind of kind of an interesting story that goes with that so if you have a chance go over and check out oil fire um i don't know if it's oilfire.com but google oil fire whiskey and you'll find them and uh look at it they got a few recipes there that for drinks that you can make all that kind of stuff but this campsite that we found is pretty awesome it's big it's open the trees are amazing they are so tall so tall <coughs> and uh and it was just an overall just good relaxing day yesterday and this morning we're gonna we're up bright and early i mean it's i think i got up about 6 a.m so um some of the other guys are starting to get up and make breakfast and clean up their camp area and we'll head out and actually get on the enchanted rockies trail today and then we're gonna also meet mark um who went on the birds adventure tri uh, trip that i did um ha, a little over two years ago i think and uh so it'll be nice to catch up and see him 
we talk on Facebook every once in a while, but uh, I haven't seen him really since then. So it'll be just nice to catch up and see an old friend. Mm, then I don't know where we're camping tonight. I don't know if that's designated. Maybe maybe we're camping in Cloudcroft. I'm not real sure. Um, I don't think so because I think it's not too, too terribly far away from where we're camping. Um, but, you know, the rest of this trip is kind of open to what happens on the trail, where we end up as far as where we camp. So um, I believe in having loose camping travel plans um, as far as not having a set place where I have to be in the evening to camp. I know that happens sometimes, um, but you never know what's gonna happen on the trail. You never know what's gonna happen to a vehicle. You never know what obstacle's gonna be you know, on the map, a small obstacle, and you get there and it's a bigger obstacle than it normally is because of rainwater that's come through or things like trees blocking your trail, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, the Liberty's doing great. Um, it hadn't given me any trouble. I mean, it's done the normal, you know, if we stop and eat lunch and we do a quick lunch and, you know, it'll take a little bit of starter fluid and throttle body to get it going. So, um, hopefully I'll have time before the next trip to get that totally completely fixed. And, you know, I'm going to be needing some new tires whenever I get back. And so we got some, I don't know if there's an animal off in the distance. I'm trying to look and see if it's moving, but there's something a different color than the grass. Yep. I think it's just a cow. So they got free roam cows out here. I mean, there's some fences. Um, but for the most part and cattle guards that you drive through, um, but for the most part, um, it's free range. So they kind of get to walk around, do whatever they want to. And, uh, man, that's a pretty spot right there. You guys, if you get a chance, check this place out. We are just north of Weed, New Mexico. In fact, when we get out of this part of this trail that we're on um it'll take us to weed so we're going to head to weed this morning and from there i don't know if we're going to hit regular road for a little bit to get to the enchanted rockies trail because i haven't i'll be honest i haven't mapped any of this out i haven't been in charge of anything <laughs> i was invited on this trip and it has been nice not having to worry about those details you know that there's a couple guys that are in charge of that and that's the way it should be. Um, if something changes from the quote-unquote plan, then, you know, guys need to get together and have a discussion about it and, you know, either, you know, give and take what, you know, they kind of want out of it and come to a good decision. So, um, so you just got to know that going in. But, uh, yeah, those birds, I'm telling you, are amazing. All the different, you know, we don't we don't hear all these sounds in Oklahoma. Um, there's some, you know, some birds that I hear that I'm like, oh wow, that's different. Um, but overall, it's been really good. I tell you what, Lee's Opus trailer has been amazing. Um, I haven't even had to set up my camp for me because I've just been staying in his trailer. It's big. It's got air conditioner. It's got a heater. So kind of getting spoiled. Not gonna lie. Um, but big shout out to, uh, to Lee and, uh, bringing that Opus trailer, 
Um, it's a big trailer. I mean, you know, it's like a pop-up trailer, but it's for off-road, and it's the one that has all the air um, pillars. Um, so when you stop, you open it up and hit the air compressor, and it starts um, inflating all of those pillars. And then the next thing you know, you turn around, there's there's a trailer with a tent on top of it. So um, it's been pretty cool. Um, Brian is actually using my gazelle tent. The tent that he had just was a little complicated and going to take too long to put together. So I said, hey, I'm not going to use it. Use this. I think I've got two other high school age kids using one using one cot and the other one using my uh, uh, self-inflating mattress. So glad that I had all that stuff for these people to be able to use. Um, <coughs> and I had every intention of using them even with Lee's trailer here, but you know, it kind of works out that I have this and I can sleep in his trailer and let these guys use my stuff. So that's totally fine. And it'll give another perspective of what the gazelle tent is like and the cot and the air mattress and, you know, just the self-inflating one. Um, so it'd be nice just to hear someone else's point of view on that stuff. And we'll talk to, to Brian at the closer to the end of the the trip when he's got a few more nights in that gazelle tent and just kind of see what he see what he thinks it's been cold like i'm betting it's been in the 30s at night so it has been cold um i appreciate my i've got a north face bag that actually is three bag three sleeping bags in one because the way they zip all together and uh so it becomes a zero bag I think a 20 degree bag or, or a 50 degree bag. And when you like, when you put them all together, it's a zero bag. So, um, that's been a lifesaver the last couple of nights, even with the heater going, um, cause depending on how well we filled up the, the, the generator, um, and yes, we're using a generator, but like I said, it's cold. So everybody was okay. There's another generator going anyway, but it's been a good time. Real good time. I'm ready to get on a little bit more trail and there you go and see what that's like. Um, experience, explore, and you know, do all those things. Basically, go all over. So it's going to seem like I'm going to do this podcast different. I'm going to break them up into probably individual sections. And then when I've got that done, then I'm going to put them all together for one long play. You know, just have one long play with all of these little podcasts because I'm doing 10, 15 minutes at a time, probably, um, put them all together and just have one of the whole trip and see how that goes. So it's going to seem like a second to you, but it's probably going to be a couple hours to me. But, uh, next time we talk, we'll be in the truck in the Jeep going down the road. Hey, this is just a real quick shout out to oil fire whiskey, uh, seductive. Uh, I got to tell you, you guys need to try it out. They're not sponsoring me. I just really like it. I really, really like it. In fact, the night that we had our um, old fashions, it was so simple. I didn't have to make any simple syrup or anything like that. With the liqueur that's already in the whiskey, um, gives it the perfect amount of sweetness. All I did was add a couple cherries and um, some, I actually just got orange bitters. Um, rather than doing bitters and an orange, I just did the orange bitters. Anyway, super easy. Check them out. Um, oil Fire Whiskey. I got the windows rolled down. I got the music on. And we are on the Enchanted Rockies Trail. 
Now, we're on a section here, and I have no idea where I'm at. Like, no clue. But we're on a section. It's gravel road. It's pretty easy. Um, we've aired down to about 20 PSI, um, which we've kind of been for the whole trip, even on the roads, because the, the speeds weren't that high, and, and uh, we just didn't think it was worth airing up for 20 miles. About an hour, I guess. 30 miles, whatever it was. Um, but, yeah, we're on this, and it's hot. It's sunny. There ain't no shade nowhere. So make sure you have an awning for this section if you need to stop and eat lunch like we did. We are kicking up some major dust. And I'm listening to... Let's see. What song do we got on? Let me pull it up. It is Disneyland by Dada. That's right. I'm going to Disneyland. Um, man, this is kind of cool. It's a little little bit of whoops here so I hope you guys are hearing me and hearing some of this road noise because this is real this is really happening right now right now this is going down and uh, it's been a blast so far that's right I got the music going we got a walkie-talkie going but I don't have enough time for all that BS so I usually either turn it down or turn it off and if everybody slows down and turn back on to see what's going on. I know, probably not the best thing to do, but, you know, that's kind of the way we roll, or the way I roll. Anyway, so we stopped, had lunch. I had some crackers, some Ritz crackers with peanut butter, uh, which is just my go-to fast lunch. I'm still doing the intermittent fasting, so uh, this doesn't mess with my timeline too much, depending on when we get back in town. But I'm trying not to eat breakfast. I'm trying. And it's hard because there's uh, some, uh, I don't know, we got somebody coming from behind us or in front of us. I don't know. Um, but uh, I'm trying to be good and not eat. But it's hard whenever there's so many good, good little meals being made for breakfast. So, well, I'm going to focus on this trail, get off here, and I will report to you in probably like half a second but it'll be like an hour or more for me all right uh i'm getting to where i don't even know what day it is so we, <laughs> i think it's wednesday maybe or is it thursday maybe it's wednesday man i don't even know and i knew it yesterday and you guys are gonna laugh because i knew it like two seconds ago you know as far as you know putting all of these recordings together <laughs> Um, but we are on an amazing part of the Enchanted Rockies Trail. I mean, it is enchanted. I mean, the, everything that we've done so far, with the exception of maybe that first day where there was really tall trees and it was pretty, um, hasn't been anything like this. You know, even that first day wasn't really like this because we've got some, in fact, I'm going up a pretty steep grade um, right now. I've got it set just in four-wheel drive. Shouldn't be a problem, but it's pretty steep and it's pretty rocky. So if you hear me working, that's what's going on. You're getting this live from the trail. So this isn't like I'm stopping and recording. I'm doing this as I'm going. Um, and that's kind of one of the things I wanted to bring to you guys. So we've got mountain peaks. We've got everything around us. And uh, I will, hmm, I'm trying to think of how I can tell you where I'm at. I'm not even sure where I'm at. You know, I'm following some guys, and they kind of, I stopped and took some pictures, and they kept going, so I'll catch up with them. But uh, it is absolutely 
gorgeous. And if you do not believe me, all you have to do is go over to my Instagram page, All Over Overland, and check that out. And then also I'll have a video, um, some video coming out um, on the YouTube channel. So um, keep those things in mind. Go and uh, join those, subscribe, like, do all that stuff that just helps those channels build for me. I would really appreciate it. Um, this we there was a bunch of guys that were thinking about going into Santa Fe and uh, we might end up there later anyway but they were going to go 20 minutes backtrack on the trail we were on to a church camp and then um, and then hit a highway and just drive there and be there by noon and that was the idea of leaving at 9 um, we decided to go we decided to go the longer way and uh, and enjoy the trail. I mean, it's what we came here for. You know, my thoughts are is I can go to Santa Fe anytime, you know, and take a, take a lady friend or take my daughter or whatever and, uh, and all that. But I'm not going to be able to do this all the time. And uh, they're asking if I got a copy, but I see them in the background. So um, I'm just going to keep rolling and they can just figure out that I caught up. So. But uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Last night for dinner, um, Philip made some hamburgers. And uh, Philip's a hamburger making fool. And it comes by him naturally. He's got a restaurant that uh, serves hamburgers. So good, good stuff. I was full last night. It was a good time. Camp was unbelievable. Um, we were at the base of a mountain peak. And I got a really cool picture of my jeep with that mountain in the background um, that i'm really really happy with so i'll catch you guys here in just a second again it'll be a second for you it'll be probably an hour for me now i've had this liberty for a while got its name rumble because of the first trail we ever went on someone had said that it just rumbled up the hill and i live in oklahoma city and we have the oklahoma city thunder basketball team and their mascot is rumble this is the first time i've ever used the hill descent but, and I got to say, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, we're just, we're just doing this trail nice and slow. And uh, it is, it's not rocky like rock crawling rocky, but it's rocky enough that you don't want to go fast. And, uh, you know, using four low and then putting on the hill descent just saves those brakes quite a bit. Now, I'm not saying... You don't have to tap on the brakes because you can get going down, you know, steep grades, a little bit of speed. But if you slow it down, it'll start crawling again. And if it gets to a place where it picks up speed again, just slow it down a little bit. But it's not like sitting on your brakes the whole time like I'd normally be doing right now. Because we're going at a pretty steep grade down and uh, it's just rolling. You know, now if I hit the gas and get it going a little faster, then it'll it'll pick up speed and it'll slow right back down. Um, but uh, but yeah, this has been a good experience with the hill descent in Four Low. I'm I'm really digging it, and you know, I, I really just hadn't been at a place where I needed to use it. You know, maybe some places in Arkansas, but like for a second, so it's not a big deal. Just hold the brakes a little bit. Um, so we're still just chugging along. It is now just Lee, the uh, professor, 
and myself. And uh, everybody else kind of, there's a few guys that went ahead a little further than, or a little faster than us. So they're further down the trail. And then we've got, like I said, those other people that went to um, a back way to New Mexico, or to New Mexico, to Santa Fe to get there by noon, which, you know, they should be getting there here pretty pretty soon. And we've got what looks like a storm rolling in, at least some clouds, some rain clouds. So I don't know if we'll get it um, or if it'll miss us, but... Uh, it is cloudy now. It was really, really sunny, so I think it's coming this way. I don't know if it's going to make the trail that much more interesting, <laughs> um, but uh, I am enjoying the breeze because it's been a hot day. Um, getting a little, getting a little hot there a little bit, a little bit ago. Made sure and got me another, uh, you know, cup of water and jug of water, and you know, started in on it. So. Um, yeah, I know that everybody's not going to be able to do the Enchanted Rockies Trail. I know it. I mean, wasn't even sure I was going to do it. Um, this trip came up, and I said, yeah, I'm going to go. And uh, I'm glad that I did. So if you're on the fence about it and you're able to go, I would recommend going. Um, if it's real, real hot outside, I'd skip that first section. If it's uh, not so hot outside, I'd go ahead and do that first section. Um, I'm not a big heat guy, so I don't like hot. In fact, the fact that we're doing this in June is, uh, probably a little, well, I say a little crazy, but, um, when you get up in the mountains, you know, when you get 7,000, 8,000 feet, it cools down quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I'd recommend it a lot. This has been a lot of fun and we are still just chugging away. It is, uh, getting close to lunchtime. So I'm sure we'll stop here before too long, grab us something to eat, and uh, continue on down. Even though I stayed in Lee's trailer, I am super glad that I brought my Gazelle T4 because one of the guys really struggled that first night with his tent that he had borrowed. This is only the second time he's been camping, so he didn't really know this tent that well. And rather than fidget with it, I said, you know what? Roll that thing up. Put it, put it away. You can use my tent. I'm staying in the trailer. So we got the tent out. And by the time he turned around from loading that other tent in his truck, it was already set up. Blown away. Couldn't believe how fast it was. Um, he slept in there with him and two of his kids. And I think he had a king or queen size, probably a queen size air up mattress. But he went on and on about this tent. He couldn't believe how fast it was to set up, how fast it was to tear down. And he said, even the, the first night that it was kind of cold, he said that wasn't really a factor with them. That, uh, you know, the wind was kept out of it. Everything was kept out of it. So they had three guys in there that were creating body heat. And he said they did pretty good. Um, so if you're in the market for a ground tent, I'd really suggest the, the Gazelle. The T3, the T4, or the T5. Whichever one you'd like would work good for you. The setups are about the same as far as time. It takes me about 45 seconds. All right, bro, Fesser. What are you having for lunch today? Chicken noodle soup. Chicken. With, with some uh, uh, saltine crackers. There you go. I'm having Ritz crackers with peanut butter. Yeah. And probably some pecans or something like that here in a little bit. But uh, we stopped for lunch, and there is some clouds... You know, it's funny, there's clouds, but I'm looking up, and I'm from Oklahoma, so I'm able to read clouds pretty good. These clouds aren't moving. 
Like Joey. Yep. Look up. You can't see any of these clouds moving at all. No, in fact, uh, we've been on the trail for at least the past hour, and we've been watching it form. And uh, it it's been to like, our south. It seems like right? it's been in the same spot ever since it started forming. The wind direction has changed a couple times. But, but still, this is not for us Oklahomans. This isn't wind. No, I don't know about wind. you. I don't know about Nor you, Arkansas people. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Lee's getting ready to play with his drone a little bit. And then Mimi is helping him. But uh, we found an awesome camping site that I have marked on my Gaia because uh, this would be this would be a good and it's big. So you could have, I mean, you could easily have not that I would want to do it, but ten rigs in this. We're in a group with about eleven, and it's just too many. It would be a great spot for three groups of four. <laughs> three groups of four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. So that way, on the trail, there's only four of you, but at the campsite, everybody can be together. See, and I agree. If you're going to have a big group, I think you break it down to red team, gold team, and whatever Star Wars team we can think of. Yeah. You know, and yeah, job uh, of the huts. Job of the huts. I also maybe that's the big trucks. You know, like Philip and his 2,500 Dodge Ram. That's big. It's big. Yeah. It's big. Um, so I was, I came up with this the other day. So you know how everybody says they're an overlander, and then you got overlanders that, well, you only do weekend overlanding, you're not an overlander. You do. Weekender landers. Well, I. Yeah. Yeah, weekender yeah. landers. Yeah. And then you've got people that do a week long, and you got people that do a month long. you got people that do it for the life. Like, it's a lifestyle. That's correct. I think it's like karate. Yeah. You got different belts, yeah. different degrees of overlanding. Now, I don't know what belt I am. I don't know what color belt I would match up to in the karate world. But I, I'd imagine that even if you ask some of the people like Graham Bell and some of the people that do it for their, for their life, like they live it, yeah. I don't even know if they would say that they were like black belt because I think they'd keep saying that they were learning. Always learning. Leaders Always learning. learning. Yeah. So I have no idea what, what belt we would be. But uh, I know that I'm nowhere close to black belt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In fact, we may invent our own color. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Sartreuse. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, it's been a good day. We've had fun so far. There goes the drone. Lee's got it up in the air. and uh, More podcast videos to come. Yeah, podcast videos. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I was taking the video earlier, and Joey goes, that'll be great for the podcast. So that was pretty funny. But uh, we're going to finish up lunch. We're going to probably hang out here for a little bit. The Jeep is tired, needs to rest a little bit. It just gets a little hot. They didn't make it very well, I don't think, as far as keeping that computer cool because the computer's right there with the engine, and uh, there's no real good venting. So I think uh, cutting a hole in the hood and putting some vents in is going to be coming up. Yeah. Because – and I <laughs> – I can spray some starter fluid in the throttle body and it starts. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, everything that happens. But I know that whenever I open up the hood, so it could be just vapor lock, mm -hmm. which even the vents will help that. And then get some of that foil stuff around the, that guard around the fuel rails. Maybe that'll, maybe that'll do the trick. But I've had about three different shops look at it and they're like, I don't know. No codes come up that make sense. Have you not found any shops that... Specialize in the Liberty. 
fact, I found shops that said no. <laughs> I called. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call somebody out because they pissed me off whenever I first got it. Core, which is custom off-road equipment in Oklahoma City. Right. Custom off-road equipment. You follow me, right? Custom. You follow me. So I went in. An acronym. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went in. That's why he's the professor. <laughs> I went in and said, "Hey, you know, sometime I may think of doing a front axle swap okay. in my Jeep Liberty." Yeah. And he was like, "We don't work on those." So I looked him straight in the face and I said, "Well, then you need to re- remove the custom and custom off-road equipment yeah. because that's you're not doing custom stuff. Then right. you're doing bolt-on. Right. Might might as well be four-wheel parts. Nothing wrong with these places." As far as doing work for everybody else, but no one wants to work on the Liberty. Right. But you would have to replace the C in custom with something that would make sense with the OR for it to be the proper acronym still. LORE. LORE. Loser Off-Road Equipment. <laughs> wow, that was on the fly. <laughs> I might have to edit that part off in case, uh, in case they listen. No, I don't really care. I mean, obviously, you know that. You've been on the radio show, so you know that that doesn't really, I don't really care. So, all right, well, we're going to shut this down for lunch and then uh, resume this probably about 30 minutes to an hour, maybe less. So uh, it'll be a second for you, but it'll be like a lifetime for us. Correct. 18 billion rocks later. (laughs) 18 billion. Yeah, if you've been counting them, because it feels like that's close. Yeah, it's been pretty rocky. All right, so we finished lunch. We're heading back, and I got to say, this is, I know, this is one of those conversations that people are always interested about, but no one wants to have. I am really enjoying pooping outside. I've got a little poop chair that has a, you know, obviously, um, I don't have to use a bag, but I can use bags. So I can just dig a hole, put the chair on top of the hole, and, uh, and poop. And it has three legs, and I can't remember where I got it from. Um, but I will tell you t- that that rain started running in, and it's raining while I'm pooping. And I'm gonna just tell you right now, I kind of uh, I kind of liked it. I kind of uh, enjoyed the the wind and uh, I mean not raining hard, just kind of sprinkling, but. Uh, it was one of those things I thought, well, I better hurry before it starts raining. But I got there, got all set up, and uh, I was like, you know what? This kind of, I know it sounds crazy, but it's kind of enjoyable. Anyway, I do like my poops, but sorry, we'll stop talking about pooping. We had a nice little break. Now we're getting back on the road. And uh, I think uh, Joey from the map thinks that we've got probably another couple hours. Um, now, I don't know if that means another couple hours before we hit Santa Fe or another couple hours of this. Uh, I don't think we have too much longer of this rougher, um, rocky kind of terrain because it looks like the trail kind of straightens out a little bit. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean um, that it's going to be smoother, um, but it could mean that we connect onto a main road. Um, and if that's the case, then it will be smoother. I will let you know, so stay tuned. I'll be uh, back with you in like just a second. I gotta find out how to make those transitions better because saying I'm gonna be back in just a second just gonna get old listening to this so um, but I want you to know when the brakes are 
so that it makes more sense to you as a listener in a long extended uh, podcast like this will be. Thank you guys for listening. Keep listening. We're going to have more coming from you or coming from the trail to you. Well, we found some pavement. Uh, we finished that section of the trail. And uh, guys, we're talking. And I've got to say, that was enchanting. If there's an enchanting part of the uh, Enchanted Rockies Trail, that was uh, it's pretty nice. It was uh, really bumpy, so it wears you out pretty good. But uh, it was pretty nice. Now we're on a two-lane highway, and we are headed to, I'm assuming, Santa Fe. Uh, to meet the rest of the crew, we've got a uh, they got a campsite that we're supposed to all meet up at and uh, kind of hang out there this this evening and then get back on trail tomorrow. So and then I did realize I'm pretty sure today's Thursday. <laughs> I know I said it earlier. I was like, is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? I don't really remember because Monday we drove all day. Tuesday. We stayed at the one campsite for a while. Um, you call it kind of an early day. Some guys went and chased some trail. And then Tuesday, we uh, we got to the campsite yesterday. Wait a minute. Tuesday, we left there. Maybe today is Wednesday. Can't be. I'm trying to think. I'm so lost on days, it's not even funny. I'll, uh, I'll check with the guys and see what day today is. Um, and uh, get back with you. Another shout out to our sponsor, Artemis Overland Hardware. Um, if you're thinking about gear, if you need gear, please consider them whenever you go to buy your gear. You can go online to artemisoverland.com, or if you're in the area, they are in Springfield, Missouri. Well, if you're in Captain, New Mexico, and I believe it's Captain because I saw the team in, or the school was Captain. Anyway, so I think it's Captain, New Mexico. (laughs) I probably should research this stuff before I get on here and talk about it. But they have the Smoky Bear Museum. So if that's Captain or whatever else, I'm sure somebody will uh, fix that for me. But it's a pretty neat little museum. They've got a lot of memorabilia, and the lady in there was really nice and told us the story about um, Smokey the Bear, which was a real bear, which I had already known the story. But uh, basically, it was a little bear cub that they found that was uh, kind of burned up and scratched up and had a bad arm and stuff like that. And uh, they nursed it back, and uh, it became the uh, the uh, sounding board for uh, forest fires. And that's where we come with Smokey the Bear. Yeah, interesting little fact. So we're still on that paved road and we are headed out. So we just left the museum and we are driving. It's the first time that I got cell cell phone reception, but I think my phone's acting up because I had to turn the phone all the way off to turn it back on and I had like four bars. So I think it just, the phone was just acting funny. Maybe it got a little hot because it's been so hot and it's been sitting basically in the the windshield, like, you know, connected to my um, magnetic mount. So. Um, yeah, if you were here in Captain or wherever it is, go check out the museum. It's a good time. Santa Fe Camping Park. Hey everybody, we're at the, what is it called again? Rancheros del Santa Fe RV Park. This is where we've ended up, what is today? Is today Friday? 
Today's Friday. See, you even are doing it. I was doing it all. I thought yesterday was Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I got to tell you, for a campsite, this is not. What do you think? Well, you know, we rolled in pretty late last night, so I didn't really get a good chance to take a good look at it. However, the showers were nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were very high speed as far as getting clean. Uh, and, you know, it's it's okay. You got great cell service here. That's for one. That's a plus. We haven't had really any service much to speak of the whole time. So this Hit has been. Hit or miss. So this was a bonus to be able to get caught up on a bunch of emails and text messages. Right on. And for because this is the podcast i just rolled up on this guy and started talking and for you guys listening you don't know who he is so my name's eric stewart from there Edmond, Oklahoma. and what is it you're driving driving a 2018 toyota tacoma trd pro awesome and i'm gonna have pictures of it on the uh instagram page later so you need to check it out he's got one of the coolest tables on his swing out because he doesn't have the fold down tailgate he's got a swing out with the tire but he's got this table on it that has a burner in the table. All you have to do is put the bottle to the bottom of it. Yep, it's uh, totally custom. I actually plagiarized the idea from a YouTuber, Dirt. I think it's named Dirt Lifestyle, maybe. That guy's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. And uh, and I tell you what, that, he gave me the, one of the best ideas, and it is such a handy, handy tool to have on this truck. It, I, You know, what is it that we we complain about the most or if, if we don't touch it we're not going to use it right that's correct so that's if correct. you have to get that out you're not likely going to use it as much i mean we'd still use it but when you roll into camp and all you know you have to do is pull that table down put the bottle it's so much like mentally easier absolutely i mean we have uh, when you could just roll up to like for example last night you know we rolled in so late we were like you know what we're not even going to try bother trying to find a restaurant to eat at you know just going to roll up and just drop the little tailgate down pull out some food out of the Dometic and uh and since I've got that uh that drawer system in the back all the utensils everything are right there so you just pull out what you need really quickly set up I was eating dinner in 30 minutes yeah and I'll tell you the real reason why he didn't go because we're in New Mexico and you have to wear a mask when you go into a (laughs) restaurant and we've had so many issues with uh New Mexico and the masks I think Lee's been kicked out of family dollar Asked never to come back. Yes. Dan's on the verge. Even we were told that Lee and Dan can't go to Walmart here in Santa Fe because not only do they make you wear a mask, but they also have some protest propaganda on uh, the intercom. They do. As a matter of fact, yeah, especially Dan, I know that he thinks it's <laughs> a conspiracy, so he is not going to buy into the mask. What was he telling us earlier that, like— David Stanley has like microphones in there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's totally a bugged. it's a dealership, and he's like, I'm not going in their office because they. And maybe we'll interview him and get the full story later. But it's hilarious. Hey, thanks, man. I'm going to walk around and right. see what's going on. Okay. So this is a pretty sweet little campsite. We stayed here. We usually don't stay at campsites, but we decided to tonight just because it was going to be easy. Showers halfway through, or a little more than halfway through the trip, um, is always nice. We were all getting pretty ripe. And uh, that just kind of happens when you're out doing the overland thing. Now, Lee has a shower on the Opus um, trailer. He's got like 45 gallons of water, but that had gone through. He's been showering. He's got his daughter. So trying to keep her clean is a chore. And uh, he was even out of water at this point. So it was kind of good. He's able to fill up with water. We were all able to take showers. And I got to tell you, it was probably the best shower I've had in a long time. And uh, I feel like a new man. 
it's been pretty nice. So we're going to be rolling out and we're going to head out and get more of the Enchanted Trail going on. And I got somebody that I think wants, I think somebody wants some time on the podcast. You know him, you love him. It's the professor. What's going on, man? I'm not sure you're doing this right because you started this without me. Well, I had to find out what campsite we're, we're at. We're a team now. I had to find out what campsite we were at. We do you, do you know? Do you, do you, we'll get into that in a second. Do you know what campsite we're at? 20. Camp Ranchero. See, he didn't know. I had to find somebody that knew. That's where I went first. Where? To find somebody that knew where the camp, what campsite we were at. We're at the Rancheros de Siglio. <laughs> de Siglio yeah. RV place. Arrovio. So uh, last night I was talking about the showers, and what made it even better is that Joey's already taking a shower. I pull into the shower stall next to him. You were in the middle. Like I was in the middle, yeah. Like Lee and his daughter were on the other side. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm in the middle. <laughs> so, so what happens is, oh, gee, she scared me to death. Yeah, I thought she's too. about to take a toe off. Yeah. Um, we started singing uh, You Lost That Love and Feeling. We did. In the shower. We like did. the whole Top Gun version where we trade All back and forth. And All of it. Baby, baby. I get, anyway, it was, uh, we were loud. It was epic. And it was nice. Even Lee said. Everybody waked up. And everybody waked up. What's yeah. your name? Mimi. Her name is not Mimi, but that's what we call her. That's Lee's daughter. And she's the most precious thing ever. Yeah. Even though she's been making fun of me this whole trip. Well. And Lee says she's just doing what he told her. Right. So the love, the love is, is plentiful. So we're going to head out. Do you know what national park we're going to next? Or forest? Uh, Carson. Carson? Carson. Yeah. So. up to 11,000 feet. 11,000 feet. There goes a drone, which they're not allowed in New Mexico. So we're probably going to get in trouble. Does that drone have a mask? Yeah. Does that drone have a mask? It does? Okay. I'm sure sure the (laughs) RV park's thrilled with a drone flying over the. RV park. We're going to see today uh, what establishment that Lee can get thrown out of. That, yeah, we're <laughs> going to add to the list. I just yeah. went through that yeah. about the the family dollars and then the Walmart craziness and the restaurants here. Like, I understand. Um, no, I don't. I don't understand no, at all. I don't either. I try to. They try to force your, the understanding upon you. I will say I understand that it's not the employee's fault. Right. It's the state's fault. Right. Because I don't even know if it's the business owner's fault because it's a mandatory thing statewide. Well, if you look on the internet, it's Trump's fault. Uh, watch your mouth. <laughs> we are a Trump loyal podcast. I know that might have like lost like half of my audience, but it's just the way. And it's not that I'm that I like Trump himself. I apologize like, for taking the conversation in that direction. It's it goes that way sometimes. <laughs> it's it's. It's not that it's not that I think Trump's just the best guy in the world, but no. I think he his what he's doing is what we needed. I believe. I believe you're right. You know, because he's not he's not falling in any line. He's not getting paid by anybody, nope. you know, lobbyist or anything like that. No. So he's even though we don't like that he says what he thinks he's all the time, politician. but he's doing it and it's politician. getting things done. So that's yeah, we're done with that. Don't bring that up ever again. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Or you won't be asked on ever again. I will from now on sit at your feet and learn, old master. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't, I drive a Jeep Liberty. You might not want to learn all that. 
Yeah, and so the Liberty's having that popping noise. I called my differential guy because we always thought that's what it was before, but he didn't tell me, kind of aggravated with this, he didn't tell me whenever I took it back and he fixed it the first time that it wasn't a rear end. It was my suspension just making popping noises. So whenever I called him this morning, he's in a Oklahoma and I'm in New Mexico, and I was like, hey, dude, what's going on with this? What'd you do last time? And uh, he said, really, it's nothing wrong with the rear end. It's just a popping noise that my suspension is making. So could be a rock, could be something. Who knows? Well, we'll see. Hopefully, there's no catastrophic failures on the rest of the trip. So um, I'm not going to go home. I'm going to keep going. And if it, uh, if it stops working, then it's just going to be a part of the, the trail. And people can slap their Overland stickers on the rig. And that just can be what it's known for and uh, everything like that. So we are going to get ready to head out and uh, pack up and get out on the rest of the trail. You know, I talk so much noise about this Jeep Liberty and how sometimes I wish it would just catch on fire, or do whatever, but I really, really do love it. And uh, even though it's not the perfect rig, even though it's not the most desirable or second desirable, third desirable, any of the desirables, it's still what I've got and I've made it do what I need it to do. So it's been, it's been good for me. You know, I mean, it, it hasn't left me on a trail, knock on wood. You never stay that when you're on a trail, but, uh, I've always been able to get it home and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get parts for as far as custom work. It's hard to find accessories that, you know, fit on it. You have to like make things you know, custom, you have to do all that kind of stuff, but it does set me apart. And I do kind of like that. I do like I have, I do like that I have a unique rig that most people don't have. It makes it kind of fun. Um, and, and, you know, and I get, sometimes I get down on it and then I'll look back on some of the pictures that I've taken of the Jeep on a trail or wherever. And I just look at it and I'm just, I fall back in love with it. You know, I, it's it's probably it's probably come more of me and if i had something else people would probably be like what are you doing like what's going on i know that i've threatened to sell it in the past and uh there was an uproar <laughs> you know there was there were people that were sending me private messages saying man you can't what are you doing you can't sell that thing that's uh that's like one of the reasons why we follow you you know is because you've got like an unusual rig that no one else would think of doing any of this with and I mean, don't get me wrong, my Liberty friends out there, there are a few of us and you all know the, the headache and, you know, the, the trying to figure out how to make something work on one of these. So don't, don't be as scared, uh, or don't be scared of something that isn't the popular or the common rig to go out and do this. If you've got patience. And if you've got, I guess, will to just kind of go through it, you can make anything work. You know, um, most of the trip, or most of the trail that we did yesterday, I did in two wheel drive. I put it in four wheel drive. I put it in four low and I do have hill descent on here and I had that on. And that was really just so that I could keep going at a slower speed um, over those bumpy, bumpy rocks, um, especially going downhill. So I don't, tear, you know, use up the brake too much. 
Um, we are we are outside of Santa Fe. We are headed to the trail. We're still on pavement right now, but these roads are twisty and turny through these mountains, and it's uh, there's no center line. So just to warn you, you go through one little town here, and there's no center line. The roads are basically a little bit wider than one vehicle. And uh, if you have somebody coming up the other way, then um, it gets a little tricky. And I don't know how Lee did um, pulling that trailer. I'll ask him later, uh, pulling that Opus with that Raptor. But uh, I'm sure that there was a little bit of a pucker factor um, through some of the area here. And uh, man, there's some cliffs here. So we're working our way to some dirt um, and we'll get there. But I just kind of, you know, I know that I know that my friends especially hear me harp on this this liberty, but I wanted to make sure and let all of you guys know that I do love it. It is a part of me. I don't see myself ever getting rid of it. Even if I get something else, this thing's been paid off for a while and I'm never going to get money out of it. So I'm probably just going to keep it and it maybe will evolve or it'll stay like it is now and, uh, and be a backup rig whenever I do find another vehicle. Um, so yeah, there's where I'm at on rigs and one day I'll get another one, but I'll still keep this, which is totally fine. Cause I can do whatever I want to. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're winding through another little town or village or whatever you want to call it. Um, community, I guess. And, uh, it's really pretty cool winding through these little roads and, looking at all the different types of houses you got a lot of adobe um out here you got some flat roofs and you got some you know uh pitched roofs and stuff like that but um you see kind of a wide range of stuff out here and you know we're not in the popular areas you know north here of i guess we're north of santa fe so it's uh it's definitely where uh locals live and uh it's been pretty fun it's been a lot of fun I can't wait to get on some more dirt though. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I wish you were here with me right now. We are, uh, <clears throat> we are in it, man. It is, uh, we're at 10,600 feet and it is unbelievable. We, uh, we've pa passed one little kind of I don't want to call it a waterfall, but a stream that was uh, coming off the mountain, hitting rocks, you know, as it came down, and it was uh, it was very pretty. It'll be on the Instagram. A lot of the things that I talk about as far as pictures will most likely be on my Instagram page, so make sure you go check that out all over Overland on Instagram. So this, we stopped for lunch as we got into the forest road here um, in Carson National Forest, and... Um, had a nice little lunch we kind of let the rest of the group go on ahead because we're just we're just going slow you know we got a little girl with us that wants to get out and play every once in a while and uh i like to take pictures and uh you're less likely to break stuff going slow so we're gonna go slow and just kind of enjoy it but this is pictures just aren't going to do this justice it's really not when you get up here You'll know. I mean, we haven't hit four-wheel drive yet, and we're pretty, pretty good ways into the forest road here. And uh, not to say it hasn't been a little rough. We just 
kind of started getting, we passed a sign that said passenger cars, you know, no passenger cars past this point. And we're on, I think it's road 76 is what I, is what I saw. So Forest Road 76 coming up here and we got an interesting little section here. I'm going to talk while I do it. So we're going to get kind of off camber. Here we go. Slowly climb up that. That works. So uh, we've seen snow. Um, we haven't we haven't been close enough to touch it, but we can see it up on top of some of the uh, on the ridges here. You know, I mean, like I said, we're at 10,600 feet, so a new snow would be possible. Um, I, I don't I don't know that we are going to. Uh, I don't know that we were going to make it to uh, make it to the snow, but uh, we might get get dang close. So uh, if we do, then great. If not, it'll be awesome. I'm leaving, or we are leaving, the most epic campsite I've ever been to. I mean, you could probably see at least seven mountaintops from it. We had a 20 a 270 degree view um, up up top of the mountain um, that we were on and then we had some trees on the wind side of us um, and it really wasn't I mean there was really no wind to speak of last night so we we slept really good the boys made breakfast I had a coffee and uh, we got packed up and we were headed to uh, Angel Fire proper and that I mean they said it's something like 10 miles but that'll probably take us least an hour and a half maybe two and uh we'll get there and then we will um i'll be headed home um it's gonna rain today at oh one o'clock and after so um it looks like for at least the whole evening and if i go home early then i get to see my kid um sunday and play with her and hang out and tell her about the trip and clean up the jeep and get all kind of ready for the work week um which so much, so much of us, you know, have to think about when we go on these trips, because um, we do work, <laughs> most of us. And uh, but it's been a, a real good time. Of course, we still got some more trail to do today, and uh, and I will probably um, come on here another time or two. But uh, it's been amazing, and the views here are unreal. I think that. Uh, we're definitely going to come back and finish the trail and start Angel Fire North and see how much more of it we can do. Um, take another week off and do that. And hopefully my daughter will get to go with me that time. Wow, this has just been fun. Slept in the Opus again last night. We had a heater on, so that's why I think uh, I know it didn't get uh, cold where I was because I was in a heated camping trailer thing. Pop-up, air-inflated it's pretty awesome. If you haven't checked out Opus, you need to. You need to go and check out their website. If you're looking for, you know, kind of a, a camper, um, off-road camper for, you know, more than just two people, because teardrop trailers are awesome, but that's like two people. But if you need more than two people, definitely look up Opus and check them out. Lee is sold out on them. And if you have any questions, Lee's a great resource to to reach out to and ask him a little bit about it because uh he uh he knows a lot man when he figures when he gets something he researches it and learns it and uh 
knows it usually better than sometimes the people that sold it to him. So, um, oh, that was a big old bump. Woo! And uh, see live on the trail. So, I'm going to get off of here and drive for a little bit. And uh, I'll holler uh, back on here in just a, well, just a real second. I got back from the Enchanted Rockies trip on Saturday evening about 9 o'clock. And I'm telling you, hard, hard drive through North Texas, uh, through the panhandle of Texas. So um, it's, a, it, it's pretty, once you get out of the mountains, once you leave Angel Fire and you get out of the mountains, it becomes, it becomes everything that you think of when you think of like West Texas or Desert Texas area. It, uh, you know, there weren't a whole lot of trees that was pretty flat. Um, although I did even kind of mark a few spots because there's some canyon areas that look pretty cool. Now, Texas is widely known to be mainly private land, so we're probably not going to be able to ever see any of that, um, or explore it. But anyway, marked it on my little Gaia thing. But what I wanted to talk about, because I've been back and there's things that I notice from, from, from being back, you know, and I was gone for just about a week. I mean, we left Sunday evening and I got back uh, Saturday evening. And things that I notice, like inside of the house is too quiet. It was eerie. I didn't like it. It was like being in, it was like being in the forest with no birds and no wind, you know, just kind of that eerie kind of something's wrong feeling. And then I'd go outside to throw something away in the trash, and I could I felt right. I could hear the birds. I could you know, feel the wind, hear the wind. All of those things that made this trip unbelievable about camping out every night and you know, being outside for dinner and all of those things. The silence of being inside my house was driving me crazy. Flat out driving me crazy. So... Um, that was just, and another thing I noticed was when I left to go to the store the next day. So this is Sunday when I'm noticing these things. Um, when I go to the store, I was driving slow. <laughs> I mean, we, we probably on the trail, Lee and Joey and I probably averaged around three to five miles an hour, um, those last last day and a half, two days um, on the trail because we just wanted to experience it. You know, we wanted to be able to stop and take pictures and, you know, and, and, and not miss anything, you know. And I'm still sure that there's, if we did that trip, you know, 10 more times, we'd see something new each time. Um, again, amazing opportunity to get to go with these guys. Uh, amazing trip to be on. I'm so happy that I, that I went. Um, sometimes I, you know, kind of, well, I don't know the Jeep this or whatever. Um, and you know, that's going to be a whole nother issue for a whole nother podcast with the Jeep because, um, it started, this is, I'm recording this several days after the trip. Um, but it started making the noises again. And, you know, I talked about the popping noise and so we're going to have a whole nother thing on what's going on with the Jeep and, and what's going going on with uh, um, moving forward, whether it's fixing the Jeep or, or what happens after that. Um, and all those decisions that will have to be made and have to be addressed. But 
Um, the end of the, the trip was, was amazing. Um, I'm going to tally up all of the receipts and I'll, I'll, you know, talk about that, um, maybe on the radio show or in another podcast, another like recap of this whole, um, long, longer, uh, podcast that I'm doing And, and I'd love to have some feedback on that. What did you guys think of this? style of podcast, of doing the podcast this way for a trip. Um, I didn't want to come back and just narrate everything that happened. I wanted you to be able to hear it while it was going on. And uh, of course, you know, reflection after the trail is is what we always do. I'll be doing that for years and years, you know, at campsites around everywhere that I go um, when it gets brought up about this trail, like I talk about all the other trails and trips that I've done, you know. Um, but I wanted to be able to give you a unique first, first hand feel of what it was like to be on the trail. Um, hopefully you hear some of the sounds from the trail. Um, some of the, you know, the, the road noise or the, just the outdoor ambiance that, that came with it, um, from the wind to the trees, wind through the trees to the birds singing to, you know, just all of it. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It made coming back really hard, you know, and I was only gone, well, roughly six days. So I can't imagine, you know, what it was, what it had, the shock it had to be for some of these people to do these long trips, you know, like Dan Greck that does the, um, you know, drove around uh, Africa, the road chose me. Um, You know, he was gone three years. So what is that like when you come home? You know, <laughs> and you're sitting in your house or apartment, townhouse, whatever it may be with, with walls and doors and, you know, it's insulated and you can't hear things outside and, you know, all those things. Like, what is that like and how long does that take to, to adjust from, you know, from a trip like that? So um, it, it's just interesting, kind of the longer you're out, the, the, the things, the smaller things that you notice, Um that are either missing or uh, you're longing, you know, they're missing from the, from what's going on. Um, I don't know how, I don't know what I'm saying, but there's little things that you're going to miss. There's little things that you're going to notice that you didn't notice before. I think that's the best way to say it. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed um, whatever platform it is that you're listening to. Um, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, go ahead and comment. Um, and, uh, a good way to always reach me is through the Facebook page all over Overland. So you can find that on the Facebook page and the images that I've been talking about or images just overall from the trip, go ahead and go over to my Instagram page all over Overland and, uh, and subscribe and, and like those pictures too. And comment if you have any questions or if you think anything of them. And then I'll have, I have a preview video out and it's probably going to take me a little bit, a little while longer to get a real YouTube video out of the trail. Um, still going through all the video and the images and everything else that I had, uh, taken with my camera along the, the trip, um, and going through that. I mean, we're talking thousand plus images, um, and video and all that stuff. So just a lot to kind of go through. 
so uh, bear with me. <laughs> I'll have I'll have that up. This took longer than than I had planned. I mean, I'm I'm what a little over a week from the from the trip, and just now getting this out. Um, had to go through twenty different audio files and uh, and listen to them. And it's funny because I was dreading it. I was like, oh, what am I gonna do? I ended up just letting them go. You know, I didn't crop them at the end or crop them at the or at the end or the beginning. Um, I just kind of let them go. So um, I feel like that's the best way to do things that have a live feel is just to do one take on it. So that's what I did. Anyway, I could ramble on about what was going on, what the trip was like. Um, I'm just going to say it was amazing. If you have questions, please feel free to send me a message. I didn't get good tracks of the map. For some reason, my phone um, kept losing Gaia. Um, and I think it was because I was trying to use the pictures of the video while the phone was tracking the Gaia. So that's, it's a bug that they need to probably get fixed or a problem with my phone. Whatever it is, you need to be able to have that play in the background and continue to track and do whatever it is you need to do on your phone without losing the recording feature of uh, the track. So that was my only little gripe about Gaia. And again, I don't know if it's Gaia itself or it was just my phone um, causing issues. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, you check out Overland Radio and listen to the All Over Overland show that's on there. Um, we do those live. Lee's usually with me. Um, I'm starting to bring Joey on more and more. I really like Joey. Um, it's funny. Uh, we didn't really know each other before this. And he listened to me on the radio. We started talking and he invited himself on the trip. And I said no. And he invited himself again. I said no. And that went on. And finally I broke down and said yes. And I'm glad I did because uh, Joey's a pretty good guy. So check him out. Joey the Professor um, on Instagram. You guys have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful summer. I know that we'll talk more. At least I'll talk at you more. But be more interactive. Get on that Facebook page or comment on here. And let's. Uh, I'd love to hear about trips that you're taking, and in uh, any ideas or solutions you have for your off-roading, for your overlanding, for your camping, for your exploration. Go all over.